ST-321, code clearance blue. We're starting our approach to deactivate the security shield. Hi, I'm Paul and I'm with my mate James and welcome to Code Clearance Blue, a show where we discuss all things Star Wars from our home here in the UK. We would be honoured if you would join us. I've been looking forward to this. Hello, hello everybody. We're back for episode 20. We've done 20, mate. Mate, that's that's more than their Star Wars films now. We're like zooming ahead. This is it. Different level. Different level. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, episode 20, and we've got a couple of episodes of uh, Andor to talk about, which is getting very, it's a, God, mate, it's a good old series, isn't it? Slow, slow, good old series, it's getting better and better. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but... And then if there's any news as well, I don't know if there was any news this week. but I haven't, I'll be completely honest, I haven't done any real research today about news and stuff, because I've got a, a little tale I can tell. Okay, nice. Um, so at the weekend, uh, I sat down with my five-year-old and we watched Empire Strikes Back. Wow, nice. Like the whole we, thing? We had to do it in two sittings, but yeah, we watched the whole thing. Brilliant. Um, com- came com- just completely out of the blue and we were talking about something to do with Star Wars. Can't remember exactly what. Oh, I know what it was. He's got like this little story box. And you you buy like card like audio books on card and you put yeah. them in, and um, like you can it's like basically you can like sit there and just listen to stories basically. And one of the cards he's got is called Five Minute Star Wars Stories, and they've taken the main Skywalker saga and they've taken like a little subsection of each film and did and done five minutes. So the first chapter is Phantom Menace and it's all about the pod race. Right. Um, second chapter is Attack of the Clones, and it's all about Obi Wan going to Kamino and then having a, the ruck with Django and, and following him to Geonosis. So it's just like all these little like five minute stories, basically. That's a good idea. Yeah, it's pretty nifty. Um, and like, so I was listening to it, that with him, and when it got to the Empire Strikes Back one, and he was like, he was like, "What's Hoth?" And I was like, "Oh, it's like a really snowy, cold planet." And he was like. Oh, that sounds interesting. And then I was like, well, if you watch the film, you'd be able to actually see, you know, what they're talking about and stuff. And he was like, mm. And then at the weekend, I just sort of floated the idea. I was like, do you fancy watching? It came down between Empire and Phantom Menace. And he was like, yeah, okay, can we watch the one with uh, with Hoff? And I was like, yeah, all right. So I stuck it on. And we sat there watching it, and he was asking questions. And we got up to where Luke was started his training with Yoda, and then we um, turned it off because, you know, that's like a good hour's worth in it. So we went and done something else, and then the next day we watched the other hour. Nice. Yeah, and it went really well. That's good um, progress. Yeah, it was good. He just uh, he just came out with some funny things though. They like, do, man. It's great. <laughs> I recorded some of mine. Um, Oh, did you? Because, yeah, Millie, uh, my mi- middle one, she's the same age. Some cracking questions about the stormtroopers. and Because I, I, I sat down and watched New Hope with her, and she's the only one that's really sort of into it. I've always liked her. Yeah, the two boys. Like, well, the younger one, he's, he's, he's all right. He's starting to get into it, but he only likes a bit of action, you know. Um, she's like, why don't they dress up as stormtroopers? I'm like, well, funny you say that. <laughs> Later, <laughs> so it's like, have you seen this before? <laughs> <laughs> Once or twice. 
Yeah. So I've done like little uh, audio recordings of her little questions. Brilliant. That's great. Yeah, we we put them on here. That'd be great. Oh, does everybody want to get RTD too? Because he's got the plans. Yeah. See, that person might want to get RTD too. So obviously, when Luke goes to Dagobah, and like, it like all the prequels and that have just completely ruined the moment now. Like Yoda obviously like comes and sits on his stuff and that, and he just looks at me and he's like, and I'm like sort of smiling going, oh, like, oh, who's that sort of thing? And he's like, well, that's Yoda. And I'm like, is it? And he's like, well, it looks like him. And I was like, yeah, yeah, but is it actually him, though? And he's like, hmm, yeah, I think it is. And then, obviously, a bit later, it revealed, and he, he just looked at me, and he was like, told you. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you got me there, boy. You got yeah. Me there. It's so true, because obviously... There's quite a long part of that scene on Empire where Luke's like trying to find this Jedi Master and he's talking to this little frog, and mm. you know, and then it's like the big reveal: he's he's the Jedi Master. Do you know what I mean? Like, but then obviously we, you know, seen episode one, two, three, you know that yeah, that's Yoda and so, that's just Yoda. <laughs> um, but the yeah. thing is, is like now my younger one, he just calls everything Baby Yoga. <laughs> Yoda. Uh, so even though it's, that's Yoda, that's that's the original Yoda. That's, that's I'm trying to explain to the baby Yoda was named after Yoda. Baby Yoga, yeah. That's <laughs> 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 oh, quality. Yeah, that's um. He there was another bit as well where um when Luke gets his hand chopped off and stuff, like Leo was more concerned about where his lightsaber had gone. Yeah. So he's sitting there and he's like, has he fallen down that hole to go and get his lightsaber? And I'm like, no, not really. He's just trying to get away from Darth Vader. And he's like, oh, oh, hold on a minute. And then like when he falls through the, the gap and like goes outside and lands on that like cross and stuff, he's like, oh, is his lightsaber out there then? Yeah. <laughs> he's he's going to have to get it. And I'm like, no. Nah. I think the, the lightsaber might be lost by now, mate. And he's like, oh, where did it go? And I'm like, well, if J.J. Abrams don't know where it went, then I don't fucking know. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so that was quite funny. Yeah, it's um, funny, isn't it? Just the things like, so we, yeah, we, so with me, with her, I watched A New Hope up until I think it was like um, when they get pulled into the Death Star. So that, that bit, that, that night, she had nightmares. I'm like, fuck. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. She sort of blamed the stormtroopers. <laughs> I'm like, but to be honest, I was fucking like, you know, scared to death of Darth Vader, right? Yeah. That's all part of being in the love of Star Wars as a kid is being sort of scared to death of him, you know? Mm. Um, and then I remember that at St. Nicholas Centre in Sutton, they had a Darth Vader, right? Christmas one because I'm out. absolutely apparently I can't remember I can remember that moment but I can't remember sort of my reaction and my mum said yeah you like we had to go home and it was terrible like you know what I mean like that the some bloke dressed up as Darth Vader at Christmas in the St Nicholas in the opening of the St Nicholas Centre was like, I don't know like you know back in the day yeah late 80s or whenever whenever that was but yeah so so I was like kind of like yeah okay I've just we've had to go up at four o'clock in the morning because She's scared of the stormtroopers. But then I'm like, 
well, that's part of the experience, isn't it? Being scared of Star Wars. Like, <laughs> as a kid, I don't know. Fun for all the family. Mean, mean dads, but, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. Fun for all the family, that one. Yeah. But, yeah, there are some, obviously, sort of scary moments, like when, obviously, Obi-Wan takes that bloke's arm off in, in the canteen. I kind of covered her eyes up there because there's quite a bit of blood, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. There's not that's much good. blood in Star Wars, but... No, there isn't too much. Um, I mean, I, I similar to you actually, because I used to be like scared of Darth Vader when I was little as well. Like, I I remember sitting at my grandparents and like having all the cushions like around me whilst I was watching it. And then, and then when I was about seven, we had a video shop. Um, our younger listeners might not know what that is. <laughs> yeah, it's a place where you used to go and buy a VHS videos to then take home and watch for a couple of nights and then take them back yeah um basically they 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 got some geezer dressed up like darth vader to be like the sort of master of ceremonies for it and like try and draw a bit of a crowd and um i remember being so excited and like running around and like talking to my mates about it at school the whole week and stuff and then when eventually the time came went there and as soon as he stepped out i just like backed off i wouldn't look at him I wouldn't like, and I could just hear like the the respirator going off and stuff, and I was just like, "Nah, nah that's not for me." I don't think. And my mum was yeah. like, "Gonna push me forward," do you know what I mean? Be like, go, "Like, go and say hello and all that." And like, I, like eventually, I kind of like in trepidation, just kind of stood about five five meters away from him, and like my mum was trying to get a picture, but I was too far, like to the side and stuff like that. And I was just like, "Nah, it's not, it's not for me." This. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, it was very scary. But, he was, but I found that I've had sort of better luck, sort of with the Phantom Menace because it it it, it is a much sort of obviously there's a lot of talking about politics in there, but like it's a bit more family friendly. But then I I was quite determined to sort of doing the order, yeah. That it obviously we can do it in story order, which can. But I mean, you know, everything sort of confuses them, you know. Yeah. But I find that 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 opening montage in Obi One is is great. You know, I always show that to them because it's really short it's three minutes it does three films and then but then even like they've got your know, Anakin you know half oh, fucking burnt out in that bit and then like, I have to explain to him what happens and stuff so yeah yeah I know what you mean I, I like in this story card like the Revenge of the Sith chapter is like Obi-Wan and Anakin's fight and Leo's just like oh it sounds like really interesting this like lightsabers and all that and I'm like he's like can we watch that one and I was like no, I think we'll we'll give you a couple of years before that one. I think because yeah. it's a bit much. If you can handle like the original trilogy, then maybe we'll move on to it before you're ten. But we'll we'll see because it's a bit horrific that bit, isn't it? Yeah. It's like Jedi Return of the Jedi is a, it is 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 um you know it's it's because of the sort of the Ewok part of it. You know what I mean? It can be a, it's a bit more family friendly. Do you know what I mean? I feel in anyway. Even though obviously, the right. he's quite scary, yeah. Which I thought they'd be scared of, but they're actually they were more sort of, when I've when I've shown them bits of Jedi as well. Like what you think scares them doesn't scare them, but then they're like scared of like I don't know, like Jabba, Jabba the Hutt or something, or that. You know what I mean? Like you think they'd be like scared of the Rancor or something, but they they're not. Like they're scared of like 
yeah, Luke, where did Luke's Skywalker uh, uh, lightsaber go? You know, how's he going to get it back? Oh, no. Like, they'll be really worried or concerned about something really weird like that. Like, yeah. Or someone loses a helmet or something. <laughs> it's like you know, it's something that you just wouldn't expect them to be really concerned or worried about, you know. Yeah, well, the, big, um, <laughs> the biggest thing that um, Leo got kind of worried about or upset about was when um, 3PA got blasted to bits. Yeah, yeah. And he was just like is he dead? And I was like, I was like, no, like, I was like, just give it a few minutes. And like, Chewbacca is going to rescue him and like help put him back together. And he was like, Oh no, tell me when that happens. Cause I don't, I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch. I don't, yeah. I don't want to see his eyes like going on and off and stuff. I just don't. And I was Where really, like hid. And I was like, I was like, Oh, he will be all right. I promise. You know what I mean? And I was like, I wasn't expecting to have that conversation. You know? No, whereas you're thinking, oh, it's going to be the hand of Luke. You know what I mean? It's like Luke just had his hand lobbed off. And, you know, like, yeah. That's our first thing. Like, that's quite a graphic thing, you know. But then like, he's all right with that, you know. But it's, yeah, like three PO sort it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it does catch you out. But, um, oh, good, man. That's really good. It's, it's all about the progress. Yeah, mate. We're going to try sure, kind of just like seeping in, you know. Yeah, we'll try. We'll try a different one, like maybe in a, a week or two's time, see if we can keep the ball rolling. Yeah. So I mean, we've heard we've we've heard that's sort of Star Wars, and then obviously the other passion we've got is Chelsea. And so I'm taking to a game on Sunday. The Chelsea women are playing on Sunday. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> so she's into that as well. Football Star Wars. This is a good little connection. Oh, mate, keep her close to you. She sounds like the best one. Protect her at all costs. <laughs> Yeah, so that was good, but I don't think I'll be showing her Andor. <laughs> no, I don't think that, that won't hold the attentions of a five, six-year-old too long. No, it's like, oh, so um, Ep 9, the old uh, prison break, or was that Ep 10? I can't, no, that was Ep 10, wasn't it? Right, I'm blaming you for this, because last episodes right. you like kept confusing them, and then I got confused <laughs> as well. We're, we're up to episode 11 now, so the prison 11, break. 11, yeah. Yeah. So it's 10. Not nine, not ten. Not nine. Um, <laughs> finally had the big prison break. Yes, which was really good. That was really good, wasn't it? Yes. That all happened. Did we discuss? Have we discussed that or not? No, I don't think we have. I think it was sort of. I think. I think we don't think we've discussed the pri- We we. It was the episode before that we were oh, discussing. Yeah, okay. so we, we've sort of missed a week and then. Okay. It's been a bit busy and then yeah, so we we need to sort of touch on that and then we can roll straight into. The, the one just happened on Wednesday. Yeah, it's almost Wednesday. as if we should have pre-planned this before we started recording. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so, what did you think of the prison break in the end? Obviously, it was uh, a, a well thought out and long planned out as well. Obviously, a couple of episodes to, to get to that point. What, what did you think of it overall? Yeah, I really, yeah, again, really enjoyed it. I thought the sort of tension at the beginning, where obviously Andy Circus is well on board. You know, like. And then he starts telling everyone about it, um, yeah, the, the people. And then, um, and then the fact that there's obviously a new guy replacement. So they go, like, "Well, we have to do it tomorrow." You know, so like their hands are sort of forced a little bit. Obviously, then he starts obviously trying to flood the place, and then obviously the gate comes down, and then and it all sort of, sort of goes a bit pear shaped, you know. I mean. Because I, I, I said, didn't I, last episode, I, I kind of guessed that they were going to wait for a new person to come in because they only yes, had one did, guard. Yeah. But then, obviously, what they did is supplement with the two kind of 
sort of snipers in the nest, so to speak, up the top. And that, like you say, it nearly went pear-shaped because they were just starting to pick people off. But I think sheer volume of numbers, once they managed to get a few people up on the platform, turned the tide. But yeah, you're right, it almost went pear-shaped. Again, we're just seeing like sort of Andor's leadership sort of organising people, getting people in the right place. He knew that he had to go to the, sort of the control part of it and then getting people to go around and you know, release new prisoners and then obviously getting Andy Circus on the microphone to sort of give him his speech and obviously Andy Circus's character wasn't really like ready for it and then mm. started quoting Andor back, didn't he? <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that was all great. You know, it was, a good, it, was, it was a really good prison break type, you know, and then... Um, and then it sort of because then I was thinking, oh, they can't have all the you know, the, the whole prison is, is breaking out of this place, and so I'm like, how are they gonna get on all the ships? Because there's probably no shop, ships docking or anything, you know what I mean? So I was yeah. just, and yeah. obviously, then just they just fucking jumped off and swam, apart from Andy Circus, he went, can't swim. It's like, oh no, that's a shit way to fucking leave a really good what? character. For the want of a couple of armbands, he could have been out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, why wouldn't you jump over anyway? It was heartbreaking. Like, the shot of Cassian looking over his shoulder back at him and then, like, getting bundled off by a few people. Like, the way that was done and, and acted was, like, really, really well done. Like, he proper looked like he got whiplash, like, the way he fucking went. I was like, wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just the sheer force of people just going off and jumping. Yeah, because you could tell that he was gonna try and like respond to be like no we'll we'll think of a way or whatever or like jump with me or or something like that and then but it was just like boom no he's gone yeah so it was a bit of a shame because it was he was a really good character wasn't he yeah a bit of a shame sort of to kind of sort of that was the last time we saw him but anyway yeah so then they obviously jump off jump off and then massive swim swim over and uh yeah and then we just see them sort of on that new, sort of that planet, that kind of, it's not really a desert, is it? It's kind of just an empty planet. And then, yeah, bit of and then obviously the other part of it was the fact that Mon Mothma was obviously, she's trying to get her money out, uh, 400 grand or whatever it is. And, um, speaks to that other guy who then obviously says that he wants to have that arranged marriage. Yeah. This sounds like a really big part of like Chandrillan culture. Yes. Um, but something that Mothma probably doesn't really approve of. I get a feeling that she, because she got married to her husband that way, didn't didn't they? And obviously <laughs> their relationship isn't exactly rosy. So, yeah, I thought that was quite cheeky because obviously that guy is well shady. And if he's got like his son married to her daughter, then he's basically got like a senator in his back pocket sort of thing. Yeah. So... I was really pleased that she stood her ground and said no and that she wasn't even going to think about it and stuff. But the conversation that she has in episode 11 with Val. Yeah. It's, she's like, she's, she's, she is desperate, but she's not showing it to anyone else. So, yeah. Yeah. Could be a bit, could be a bit dicey, but again, like just another, another scene where people just sat around talking and it, it advances the story on quite nicely, but also yeah. gives you more background and feeling for it's like... It's gripping. Yeah. yeah it, it is gripping because, again, if you think about the Star Wars well, Mon Mothma is such a small character, you know, in but to sort of learn about this sort of tradition and the, I don't know, I, and I think she's so good as well because she's so sort of really brutally honest. 
and blatant. Do you know what I mean? I think it was a great, it's just some great acting. There's a great sort of story really um, unfolding. And then you could sort of, because you're like, oh my God, she's, she's in a bit of a dilemma. She needs to sort this money out. You sort of, how's it going to happen? And then, yeah, so I, I thought it was, that was really good again and uh, sort of development. And then, and then I remember the other sort of big part was um, that guy who's undercover. Oh, yes. Um, the ginger fella. That the I ginger thought, bloke. I thought he was going to be like Mr. Hux, who had a son it's, called... Yes, yeah, we did. So, yeah, I think we, we haven't done a podcast about this, but we did discuss in person, didn't we? Yes, pub, that's right, down the pub episode, that we yeah. did, yeah. Um, we actually saw each other for real, didn't we? <laughs> we did, it was quite nice, actually, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Far the, um, far the result of the football, it was quite a nice evening. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Mr Hux's son, or no... Dad. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the next Star Wars like story. Yeah. Mr. Hux's dad. Yeah. Because it's a really good scene just before they meet, isn't there, about sort of this... Because he's obviously been in the story, but we have not really noticed. He's not really said that much until that yeah. scene where yeah. he comes up with a great idea and then um, Deirdre doesn't like it. So, uh, yeah. And, and then, yeah, again, another great sort of... I mean really good conversation you know um and the fact that uh yeah he's sort of willing to let 50 people die just to keep the secret to yeah. make sure the empire and that obviously that part of it also goes on a little bit in, in the next episode isn't it with Sol Guevara so yes yeah that was great I mean it, and it's just like the little touches where like he's going up in the lift and then Lufin's just like, if this is a, a setup, a trap, like go to level like 215 or whatever. Yeah. Like just, just really like, covers himself, doesn't he? Yeah. like just Again, he's it. a great character, isn't he, Lufin? Yeah, he really is. And there's like, I've seen a little bit of speculation since episode 11 has come out, which we'll, we'll get onto. But like people are now starting to doubt exactly who he is. Mm. And, um, Something that happens in episode eleven sparked a bit of a bit of a debate that I saw online. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that, but yeah, it was. I thought that was like a really neat kind of like spy thriller type scene. Yeah, with two people that are kind of trapped in their roles. Yeah, as, as, as we see it, do you know what I mean? Yeah, because he sort of wants out, and then Lufus like, "Well, I'm I'm stuck in it as well. This is part. It's part of the deal. This is what we sort of." agreed nine years ago when you went into the academy and sort of went up the ranks yeah um, and then also we saw sort of the underbelly of coruscant as well a little bit of obviously we saw a little bit of like bars and things in um episode two didn't we when uh, they were trying to get the bounty hunter obi-wan and, and Anakin were trying to get the bounty hunter so we saw a little bit of that you know but this was like proper dark wasn't it? like proper dirty alleyways and yeah 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 it's good good um well building yeah, so good to just see new parts of, which is obviously something we we talked about at the beginning, kind of just see more of this planet. Yes, but then see episode eleven starts and we get the sad news that old uh, Mama Cassian has passed on. Yeah, yeah, which Bit of a shame. I, I guess was on the cards, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was because obviously, like from the Empire's point of view, and they they obviously allude to this a lot in the episode that they're hoping that Cassian's going to go back. Like to maybe not not to attend the funeral per se, but at least go back there to try and see the see the body or like just to be near 
the house or whatever. Um, and obviously they can use that to their advantage if they've got enough people boots on the ground to try and like capture him or whatever. Um, I thought it was quite f- amusing that um, that droid who's obviously like really cut up is, yeah. is cool. His name is like emo or something, isn't it? Beat yeah. E- like EMO. And I was just like, he is pretty emo. He's pretty. <laughs> Just wants to stay there, but um, yeah, no, I think it's again. They're, yeah, they expect it because he, because um, obviously Andor. Well, they, they sort of, they're on the island and they're in a bit of a sticky situation because there's some random sort of spiders web on them with these two blokes who <laughs> our first sort of alien encounter, really, isn't it for Star Wars? And then yeah, uh, sorry for Andor, um, and. Um, I'm like, how are you going to get out of this situation? This, 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 this guy's determined, and then suddenly he just sort of changes his mind. Like he just forgets about all the stuff. And I thought they looked a bit confused, and they're like, oh yeah, you'll be trusted. Yeah, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna get, the, you're gonna get the empire, are you? Yeah, great, great. You know, here's a ship. Yeah, so, that, that really was the, that was the bit that confused me. The, that was the bit that confused <laughs> yeah. me the most because I was like, the whole like first half of that, they get captured in the web and everything, and the guys just like, oh yeah, we can like make a, a nice meal out of you guys and and all this and then they said something about the empire and then they just completely changed their tune but it wasn't i don't know if i need to go back and watch it again but like i was sitting there and i literally just went i'll go with the story just like just whatever's happening, happening. yeah but, like, I it felt like a jedi it. mind trick it felt like a jedi like there was a jedi mind trick on them isn't it like yeah a little bit yeah maybe melchie's a maybe yeah melchie's a force wielder oh maybe yeah <laughs> um but yeah so i was like there's no, yeah, they're, they're, they're screwed. They're, they're having dinner, you know. Can you imagine you've just broke out and just done the fucking twenty mile swim, and then a, and then a bit of rock, bit of oh, the rock climbing, climbing yeah, because he's yeah. like his hands are hurting, <laughs> and then you get there and then you're like, oh <laughs> fuck's sake! I think they, they were a bit, they were a couple of filberts though, because they why didn't they like scout all the way round to where the hopper was rather than like trying to leg it all like across where they were. Like, you know, it's you're out in plain sight anyway. They might have had rifles on them or something, let alone fucking Spider-Man making a cameo. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, a bit of Marvel. Um, yeah, it's like, oh, man, just... Anyway, so they, they get the ship anyway, so that's fine. They yeah, so of, they get they get out, don't they? They that's go back to Miami, Miami, don't they? He gets his money back. <laughs> go back to Miami. <laughs> now, you, you watched Rogue One recently, but like... The very end shot, like, struck me as a bit of a, like, a mirror image of, like, the end of Rogue One, where he's kind of, like, on the edge by, like, the sea looking out towards the horizon. Seemed, like, yeah. pretty similar to, like, what, what him and Jin do in, in Rogue One. Is that Would I be fair in saying that? Or? No, I think that's, yeah, because it, obviously, him and Jin are sitting down, aren't they? They're looking out. Yeah. But this is just him and his mate, like, sorry. Um, yeah, it's just him and his mate do a bit of a hug right we need to sort of spread the words split out spread and then yeah you're right it does like look out but it never comes back to like that super wide shot where they're sort of both looking out aren't they yeah yeah Yeah. and then it just goes wide doesn't it um yeah like no i think yeah there is definitely a little comparison there nice um to, to that but um just trying to yes then obviously they yeah they escape don't they and then somehow and then they have the little aliens and then Val turns up at the shop yes 
and just starts blabbering out stuff. And then the, the lady's trying to keep this sort of front going. Because, <laughs> I, you know, I suppose that place could be bugs, couldn't it? You know, if I mean, there was some sort of sp- suspicion. Well, I mean, I think they're, they're playing it so close to their chest and the fact that they, when they talk on, in like sort of open communications when Luthen's off world, like they're, it's just so, they're just so died in the wall about keeping everything secret that it, like, I don't think they know any other way to do it regardless of there's bugs in the shop or not. Do you know what I mean? They just they just have to keep that pretense up going all the time. And even when even when she was talking to Luther when he was on the ship and she was in the shop, they were talking in that code. Do you know what I mean? About yeah, like, yeah. Oh, they were talking about, about about the buyer buying the piece and stuff. No, there's another buyer now. And yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's it's completely different code. But then obviously Val completely just didn't go with that. And also <laughs> when obviously Val's talking to Mom Mothman, Moth Mothman's having these sort of open conversation in which I think is more dangerous because her place surely it's bugged do you know what i mean i mean that's a good point we might yeah there might be a shot of a little a little bug being shown at some point maybe at the start of series two or something maybe like or at the end of this one maybe um because you know she doesn't trust her driver she doesn't trust you know she doesn't trust her husband so you think like they're sort of having these conversations so and then obviously val goes round to mom Moffers again doesn't she and then then the whole thing about the daughter, she just starts obviously getting emotional about her daughter and the fact that she's really into this this religion or cult or whatever it is that that this tradition from from their planet and how yeah, she's just, so into it and obviously Mom Moffat's not really into it. She's like, where they come from and yeah, so it's maybe like the arranged marriage might work. Yeah, because yeah, so like she's it's kind of like she's exploring the culture of of like the, the people from Chandrilla, obviously she's one herself. Um, but she did Mom Mothma said that her husband didn't encourage it either, right? Yeah. So she's doing it off her own back. It seems unless there's someone else that's like mm. got in her ear about it. I'm not sure, but obviously both Val and, and Mon are really like against it. So, but then, yeah, will it lead to? Yeah, but then just because she's doing it doesn't mean, necessarily mean that Mom Mothma can turn around and be like, oh, okay, she's into it, so let me get into bed, so to speak, with this shady character. Um, yeah, yeah. Sort yeah. the money business out, you know what I mean? Because then she would, like she will be basically in the... It's like having a politician in the, in the pocket of like a mafia boss, isn't it, or something? It is, yeah. She And she knows it, yeah. She knows it. But she, she genuinely looked quite scared, didn't she, when she's talking to Val. She's like, I'm, I'm, I'm fucked here, man. I'm, yeah. Like, I'm way out of my league. Well, that's the thing. She said that she thought she covered her tracks up to that 400, 400 grand. But then she was like, even though I have covered my tracks on the other things, they still might look a bit dicey. So she could get hauled up before, well, Palpatine or... Massa Meadow or someone like that and have to explain herself, you know. Well, yeah, it'd be, it'd be Deirdre probably, wouldn't it? Um, probably to start with. I don't know. She's pretty busy on Ferrex, though, isn't she? She's loving Ferrex. She is. She's a bit obsessed. And then, obviously, yeah, she done a bit of torturing again, didn't she? A little bit of torture. Of Andor's, Andor's mate. Weetabix. Mate, mate, girlfriend. don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Weetabix. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that was a bit, that was again, like get the doctor. She didn't say anything. Again, she could have done a bit of a layer and just like gave him a random planet or do you know what I mean? But then, a random location like Leia did, but then obviously 
Yeah, but she she could have because she we didn't actually see her response this week. She could have said, "Yeah, that guy's Cassian Andor," you know, and then they might think because they showed her. Yeah, showed this other guy, didn't they? Yeah, it was this the guy that's going to lead yes. the attack on the refinery, yes. isn't it? It is. Yeah. So even though they know his name is um, is it um, Krieger? Krieger, yeah, Krieger. They might think that Cassian, like he might be using Cassian Andor as like a code name or something. Yeah, potentially. And then that so, leads to oh, the the meeting with Soul. Yeah, old Saw, he's back. Saul, sorry, Saul, and um, Soul, Soul. You've been watching Snatch recently. <laughs> So, what are you doing here? <laughs> uh, so, sorry, yeah. And, God, again, another great tense conversation. Oh, it's brilliant, like, wasn't it? He's just full bowled, of paranoia. He just, oh. he just bowled in there and then he's just like, we're doing it, we're going to do we're it. Doing it. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it, we're doing it. No, no, I don't want you to do it because it's, it's a trap. What? Why don't you fucking, why don't you kill me now then? Who, who are you working for? Who's working for me? Yeah. It's like, well, oh my God, like, I'll get paranoid for you. So. I know. <laughs> oh, two tubes got fucking dragged in, didn't he? He was like, I don't know what's going on. We only know he's all right because he's in Rogue One still. So, yeah, we still, you know, we know he doesn't. But, yeah, he gets, like, uh, yeah, tubes is my mate. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> he's my spy. And poor old Saul, like, oh, mate, he, he looked like proper paranoid, didn't he? Yeah, I mean. But, I mean, yeah, again, very interesting how he's sort of like, no, again, like just the way Lutheran sort of unraveled the story, got a gun out and um, explained why he wouldn't, he doesn't want him to go and, you know, and all the rest of it. It's very good. Yeah, but I mean, you can kind of understand why Saw loses his mind by the end of, like, because <coughs> he's of in life. a cave just getting absolutely paranoid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's well up for doing missions and stuff and, you know, he likes to work alone and becomes too much of a loose cannon. That that much we know. But then with Lufen coming in and saying things like that to him and like really scrambling his his brain, it's like, wow, this guy, this guy, he just doesn't know if he's coming or going, and all he wants to do is fight the Empire. But now it now he's doubting the people that he considers allies as well and stuff. So yeah, yeah, no wonder they become kind of the partisans by the time Rogue One sort of rolls around yeah um, yeah those anarchists type yeah and it's just um yeah it's very it's very really good and then obviously as he leaves he gets into a bit of a imperial entanglement <laughs> we'd um, like to avoid any imperial <laughs> exactly and uh, i mean that was amazing that was a great sequence isn't it yeah really really good I, I, lightsabers on ships i'm like this is amazing <laughs> Well, this is this is the thing I alluded to earlier. Like, so people are now saying he must have fashioned those out of kyber crystals, but because they're red beams, that means they've been corrupted because like the Sith corrupt the kyber to make red blades. I see. So some people are now speculating, like, you know, is there more to meets the eye with Luthen? Is he not just like a you know, a rebel cheerleader who's who's pulling the strings from the darkness. Is he like something more than that? I don't know. I mean, he's a very interesting character. He's got a lot of depth to him. He, he seems to be a little bit on a one-man mission and sort of manages to, to convince people to sort of fight for him and do these, do these sort of operations. 
Whereas obviously Andor feels a bit more like a leader and, and will get, as we know he does in Rogue One, like he can really rally people together to, to fight with him. Whereas Lutheran, like, I just you, you don't get that impression with him. He just, yeah, he's... But yeah, I mean, it's some great, great flying sequences and, and TIE fighters were back. It's like, oh, thank God, you know what I mean? Like a little bit of a space, bit of a space battle, which we haven't, we haven't really had, you know. We yeah, had a little bit great. when they were escaping, didn't we? Um, um, when they'd done the job, with a few tie fighters there and a little bit of fighting. But this was proper. I don't know. It really reminds me of the Millennium Falcon that ship. The way obviously it's a single person cockpit, but it has a very and he has a bit of a hand sewn feel to him. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. yeah, it was. Um, it was really interesting to like how they showed him. How like how we, like his trick to escape the tractor beam yes. was like really interesting, and the way that like the I don't know what it was that he shot out, but like the way it like covered the yeah. the satellite dish and everything, yeah. and just like made it fall apart. It was, and it was like wow, it's cool. really good, wasn't it? Yeah, um, it was a really really good um, tribute to. I think I told you this didn't yes. I, on text a guy called um, Colin Cantwell who was the guy that basically before even before Ralph McQuarrie came on to to sort of like start storyboarding and, and drawing images that George Lucas helped to like get the financing to make the original film he was the guy that was like sort of sketching out ships and things um and the actual sh- imperial ship from that scene was an original idea for a star destroyer ah uh... yeah and they caught, and I, I clocked it. They the the robot, the droid on board said that it was a Cantwell class ship. So obviously that was a nice little callback. I thought that was decent. That was a really good ship as well, and yeah, so that that was really, I really, I really enjoyed that. And then yeah, then obviously Andor sort of finds out his mum's died. He, has, he does that little phone call to his mate, doesn't he? Yes. And then that's when that sort of shot happens, isn't it? Where he looks out to see, he's like, oh, what's he going to do next? Is he going to spring the trap? Is he going <laughs> to go back? I don't know. It's, got, it's quite good to see that, like, the Empire, like, plotting and scheming again and being like, oh, like, give them the permit, and but, like, make it for a set time on a set day. And it can't go any longer than, like, two hours or whatever. And, just let them think that they can do it because it's going to like lure Cassian back. That's what they hope, isn't it? So yeah, that's going to lure Cassian. Obviously, the next sort of setup they they've sort of set it up, you know, to make sure that it sort of happens. So yeah, it could be a it could be a bit of a dark episode, really. I mean, it could be a bit of a like a bit of a downer as a, as an end. You know, maybe sort of Cassian might get captured or. And then obviously some people die and the Empire think they're sort of, you know, they got rid of these people. Or they might think yeah. they've captured Andor, but they've actually captured that other guy. Krieger. Krieger. Um, so, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens because this obviously is the last episode, isn't it, next week? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, like, are we... like? So we don't know if we're going to get the attack on the refinery or not because obviously mm. Saw was like... Still, I'd say he was still whamming and ahhing inside his head. Obviously, he does. I don't think he'll go. I think it will happen, and I think they'll get captured and killed. Okay. I think. Yeah. I think so we we'll might see it because it's quite yeah. a good action-packed sort of crescendo, isn't it? It's just yeah, there must we, be a twist in it. it. Must be like Andor goes there as well, or 
I don't know, something happens, you know, there must be a nice little twist in it. Um, yeah, I, I think my money would be on. Uh, it sounds kind of obvious, but he's got to go back to Ferrex for the funeral. Yeah, and get you captured know, that way. Yeah, probably get captured or puts loads of people in danger, and he has to like fuck off again. Um, so we've got so the, there's got to be a possibly refinery action. There's got to be the funeral. There's got to be Mon Mothma making a yes. making an absolute decision on whether or not to to go with this. Um, Shady geezer, um, and maybe something to do with Luthen. Maybe we get like a little inkling into whatever his true identity may be, mm. you know, or like, or if, if he is just what he is so far, which is fine, then him kind of setting up the next maneuver, maybe before the episode ends to say, oh, we're going to go and infiltrate this, or we're going to go and take out this person or something like that. He was right? a very good pilot. I know you were saying Sif. I was thinking more Jedi. I didn't, you know what I mean? I think in, maybe that, or maybe I was just thinking, oh, maybe he's like, like, like it is just Han Solo, an incredibly sort of good pilot that's sort of helping the rebellion. Yeah. But some of those manoeuvres and the way he's thinking all the little computer, I don't know, I just thought, oh man, he's, this is pretty good. And I, I just kind of, not that I think you'll get a lightsaber out, but that'd be amazing. But you know what I mean? Like, you know, um, yeah, like I, I just thought, oh, there's, there's something about this. Um, but then obviously now you mentioned about the Sith side of things. Like, oh, okay, maybe that's also a thing, you know, like maybe it's just, yeah. maybe it's just like a Christopher Lee type Dooku, you know, who's, you know, but not a Sith. He wouldn't be a Sith, but you know what I mean? It just, yeah, I think it's just like a lot of speculation because yeah. of like of, the, of what happened. But as as an aside, like I don't have you seen any much of the di- discourse online? People saying Andor's really great, and a big part of it is because there's no lightsabers and stuff. I've I've seen lots of people being really great about it, but not no, not because of I've not seen the sort of lightsaber stuff. I think it's just yeah, I've, I've been like, like very surprised about how because I really thought. Like the way the the pace this is going at, I thought, oh, Twitter's going to absolutely kill it. You know what I mean? <laughs> because it's just not a blockbuster type thing. You know what I mean? It really is proper narrative, proper character like stuff, and really an adult drama. Like I mentioned, like a couple of weeks ago, feels feels like an HBO sci-fi drama. Um. Oh, and with a little bit of a heist movie in there and a little bit of other things, you know. Yeah, I've just like there's just there seems to be a bit of discourse where people are just saying, Oh, oh, like that Lufen scene where he escaped from the Imperial ship and stuff like oh, they if that was in a, one of the films, they would have made that in the first five minutes to show how like badass Luthen is and stuff and oh there's no lightsabers in this, it's amazing, it's like the best thing ever and it's like it is really, really, really good, but it's not because there's no lightsabers in no. it. It's just because it's just really well written yeah, and intriguing and engaging. Yeah. And like, if someone does spark up a lightsaber in like the next season or whatever, it's not going to ruin it. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't understand like why people have kind of latched onto that viewpoint and to sort of say why it's good. Yeah, it's great because it's just great characters and great real character building and just also just has this jeopardy all the time about how and or or someone's going to get out of this situation or what's this sort of you know the heist is going to be and where we'll go you know 
well or not or and also there's just like there's so little of them you know what i mean like there's hardly any of them there's only about six of them <laughs> you know like you know we'll tell them <clears throat> you know the ones we've obviously met and, and have passed away but and obviously it has a massive it has a massive connection to start the original star wars being the rebellion and stuff which is a part, massive part of the story yeah but yeah it's what i find very intriguing is that it's you know it is quite slow but actually it's really really interesting that it's slow you know but you could, like people have got to remember as well that even though this is like a like its own entity and everything, it's absolutely fine. I've got no problem with that or anything. But it's still set against the backdrop of the main Star Wars story that we all know. Yeah. So you know, I don't I don't understand people's beef if they do drop in an alien or a character that we've seen in a previous uh, film or TV show, and is that exact same person or alien doing whatever they're doing at that point in time? I don't I don't necessarily think that's a bad like a bad thing yeah just as a quick aside i had a really random thought this morning in in the shower and i was just like for some reason a, a battle droid popped into my head and i was like it's really i think we only we don't see battle droids in attack of the clones i like only in phantom menace and revenge of the sith and now you're now you're thinking you're thinking now and well see three po didn't he doesn't he have a swap yes exactly so i was for a good couple of minutes i was like no they go they go to coruscant there's none there they'll do this and like go chase through them yeah. chase and go down into the club and, the, and then eventually i just went fucking battle of geonosis you yeah there's quite a lot of them there yeah and then c3po has a little swap doesn't he that's it he's had a little head swap with a bye jedi i better not tell leo about that because he'll no. freak out Die, Jedi, die, die. <laughs> what, he says. Yeah. what did I say? Yeah. Um, so I watched in my kind of, you know, I don't like to watch any new series of anything, even though I haven't watched the Squid Game thing still yet. But I did watch oh, the yeah, Mandalor- yeah. Mandalorian season one the other day <laughs> to go back, you know, get myself ready for season three. So I watched season cool. one and two sort of back to back. Nice. Um, and then when he has his flashbacks for Man- to Mandalore, there's obviously the big silver ones. I can't remember what they're called. You probably know the technicalities and the names. The, su- the super battle droids. The super battle, yeah. There's obviously there's a mm. few of them that kick about. That's right. In Mandalore. Yeah, so it was really good. Yeah, it's really good just to watch again, you know, watch that se- series again. Because that really rattles on as well. Like, that doesn't have any... It does a little bit when they're trying to get... Um, uh, what's what's her name? Fe- uh, Fennec. Is it Fennec? No, no, no. He's Fennec Shand. Yeah, yeah. And and he has that other guy with with him. That's a little bit slow. That bit, but it you know it kind of it's got a bit of a pace to it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then season two, then obviously episode one of season two, that slows down a little bit when they're trying to get the dragon. Yeah, and also when they go when they crash land on that ice planet and they go in the caves and stuff. That's oh yeah, that's quite that's slow, episode isn't two. It? That that then starts to slow down a bit. Yeah. I actually skipped that episode. <laughs> it's the only one I skipped. I think I wanted, I wanted to get straight on to the next because I really love the next one when he met the other three. You know. Yes. Um, I think that's fair enough because that, that's basically they get chased about by spiders and frog lady eats um, baby Yoda eats a load of frog lady's spawn in it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just keeps um, keeps eyeing it up. 
Yeah, and it's, yeah, again, a really good cracking sort of series, really. Yeah, no, good. I, I think I'll do the same, mate. I'll, I'll, I think I'll give it, maybe do that over Christmas, actually, a little Christmas treat. Yeah, that's a good idea. Have a bit of time off and then you sort of watch it back to back. Yeah, nice, man. That's good. It's good, though, because like you say, we've got like the new series coming out early next year and that, so it's good to prime yourself. I think maybe for this episode, we're, I think we're at a bit of an end. Yeah, so we'll next week. Next, next week, week, the finale. We'll get finale. right on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. We're just kind of dribbling on about Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> do give us a follow on Twitter, at UK Star Wars Pod, if you can. It'd be uh, good to get uh, our numbers up a little bit. But, uh, yeah, thank you for listening, and uh, may the force be with you. See you later. Starting our approach, deactivate the security shield. Security deflective shield will be deactivated when we have confirmation of your code transmission. Stand by.